Jesus! Happy April 20th, everyone. Welcome to this supplemental podcast. Your host today will be myself, Lee, and Reed. Hey. Wait, hey, it's, buddy. It's 420. That, oh, now it all makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hope everyone finds some uh, rest and relaxation amidst a full calendar year of pandemic. Let's shout it out to the real MVP. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be going over some Final Fantasy VII remake predictions. I will say up front that this is intended to be mostly satire. I'm sure we'll stumble upon some things that we'd actually like to see implemented in the uh, next versions of this game. But I digress. Reed, where do we start? Uh, I think we have to start directly where the game left off, right? Right where. In terms of story? Yeah, the next. I was going to say, what what do you think they're going to do about uh, Cloud and uh, his party there and uh, how strong they are? at the end of the first game. How do they scale back the character's level? Obviously, probably, if you have saved data from the previous game, they've already said. Some of it will go forward, but what are they just going to scale you back down to level one, and here we go again? Or? Oh, yeah, good question. So, uh, where, what was the max level of the first game? Was it level 50? 50? Yeah. yeah. So, in classic Final Fantasy fashion, we have to assume the max is level 99. And it'd be total fucking horseshit if this game only went to, like, level 75 or something. Uh, like, bec- bec- saying there's going to be a third game, and then, like, that's where you'll get from 75 to 99, even though we'll start you at level 1 again. Uh, yeah, what materia- uh, material you take with you? Obviously, there's a lot of optional content. I think you're going to carry all of the same material that you have. And because, like, what, there's, like, one blue material in the first part? It's, like absolutely bullshit uh oh magnify yeah. yeah you had like one magnify in like one of the all blue materia so you're gonna keep their carry that over okay as far as the levels go i think there i think i think now hear me out this is gonna be a bold prediction you're i'm listening ju- you're the only one here <laughs> you're only gonna get to level 75k but there's okay. good reason half of the game is gonna be the nibbleheim flashback oh shit yeah 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 you're gonna get from level one to 59 in the Nibblehelm uh, flashback. Exactly. So by the time that the game... Hey, you know what? That's, like, oddly genius. Yeah, no, or what... Yeah, what... Yeah. <laughs> Did you start the first part at level one? It, when? In Final Fantasy VII? You don't yeah. even start the game at level one. You start at level seven or something in the original. In this one, I think you start at one or okay. something. I don't know. But I don't whatever. think so. Whatever. It's that JRPG thing where they start the char- some of the characters start at a higher level. You're like, Cloud is an ex-soldier... And he's been, like, fighting for years and years, and he's only level 7. And then Tifa <laughs> joins the party, and she's, like, level 6. Yeah. And, and then you get... Fucking sense. Yeah, you get Sid, who's, like, a pilot, and he's, like, level 12. You're like, what the fuck? Some stabbing <laughs> sheep outside the village with his spear. <laughs> yeah. Keeping, keeping hard, keeping sharp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think, uh, I think uh, like, uh, at least a third of this game is going to be the Nibblehog flashback. So that's going to curb a lot of, like, the where the fuck are my levels happening. You know what I mean? They're gonna, well, like you could, you could embellish. What's the word I want to use here? You could uh, elaborate on the Nibelheim thing, and make it hours and hours and hours. Look at the look at the uh, the wall market segment exactly. of the first game. Exactly. Right? Yes. Anything is possible. Uh, I co- coincidentally, I mean, we're just gonna be all over the map on this episode. So uh, thank you for uh, for joining us. And also on the recording, we just passed four twenty. I think the game will start uh, in Nibelheim. There'll be. Uh, no narration or anything. The game will just dead ass start oh. in flashback mode, 
and then tell that story for multiple hours and then reveal that it's been Cloud recounting the events while they're in the uh, the the inn in Calm, which is, I believe, where he tells the story. Oh, right? I, I that's not bad. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and I then like that a lot. because uh, because fuck it, uh, Zach will just be there and he'll be a party member at this point. So we'll actually start <laughs> this game with Cloud, Zach, and Sephiroth. Only Cloud is the guy who's puking. Uh. Oh, we so, don't know oh, that yet. wait, wait, wait! You're saying yeah. you're you're not saying Zach's going to be a party member for our like the real group. You're saying for the no flashback. in the flashback. Yeah, there, where, where say- Zach actually oh, exists. So you're yeah. saying that we're going we're going like a, like we're we're doing something a little bit different here because the the original flashback does not have Zach whatsoever. You unlock that's, that. That's correct. Yeah, you unlock that shit way yeah. later. So that we're, we're gonna a, further break down the fourth wall, and we're just gonna put Zach in those scenes. That would be incredibly yeah. interesting. But that would mean that Cloud's aware of Zach then. Uh, Cloud was fighting ghosts in Sephiroth before he left Midgar. So it's true. I he, think we're dealing could. with a different Cloud. <laughs> it, yeah, he could. You're right. You're right. I was fuck. I was gonna say something about that, but no. I like your idea of it just opening. Uh, opening with the flashback. That's really interesting. How do you like my idea? Now, again, I, I said we're going to be all over the map, but I feel that you spend the first 20 hours of this game telling Cloud's story and telling, like, he comes to, the, whether or not he comes to the full realization that he's uh, through some trauma and being experimented on by Hojo and stuff like that, that he's imp- like, he's two people in one. He's got a split personality with Zack after seeing him murdered or whatever. Spoilers for Final Fantasy VII. Uh, <laughs> uh, that you could then justify killing Cloud in this game oh, instead I, of Eris. I don't think so. I don't think so. I you think he's too popular? He's way too popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's no way. Like, dude, that's like... What if you get to see his dick first? <laughs> no, but that's like... like then there's nothing left. You, like, I can't even compare <laughs> it to anything. That's like... Uh, yeah, there's no way they'd kill Cloud. He's he is the face of Final Fantasy VII. He's in a lot yeah, of, but in more a lot so of, than Eris. Now you're gonna get a no, back half way of the game more with so Aris than Eris. In a lot of respects, Lee, Cloud is the face of Final Fantasy, not just Final Fantasy VII. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like Smash Brothers was looking for a uh, representative. Yeah. They went to uh, Mr. Strife. Yes. Like, there's no way they're killing. There's no way they're killing Cloud. If we could take it back for a sec, though. Um, oh, by all means. How how hard are people gonna cream their jeans when they think they're gonna be able to play Sephiroth in the flashback against that dragon remember the dragon <laughs> attack uh yeah and then they're gonna go try to press that button to switch over to Sephiroth and guess what you fucking can't you no can't. but he's, it's not like red 13 where he's not even listed Sephiroth is actually listed in your party yeah he's grayed out and you can't select yeah him. he's he's like you like you have you're just you're on the tip you're on the tip of uh tip of the penis there you're yeah, about, he's in the menu too. He's yeah. got like a full equipment screen and stuff. Yeah, you can see it. his equipment. You'll say the Murasama. Uh, you'll see all his badass magic. He has like fire three, ice three, thunder three. But you won't be yeah. able to. You won't be able to change it. You won't be able to put it on Cloud. Cloud's Damn. Gonna, Cloud's gonna have a different portrait, by the way. He's gonna look younger. Uh, what, what would that be like in in real life? Would Cloud? Just turn to Sephiroth, who's like this legendary soldier, and just be like, "Hey, man, you want to switch bracelets for this next one?" <laughs> yeah, do you want? I was like, "How's that go down?" Like, can you give me your like little fucking materia for a little bit, dude. Can I wear your cape for yeah. a little bit? I need, so, I need resistance to frog or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, that, that brings me to my next thing. It's how do like if they are gonna make this flashback as long as we think, Lee? How are yes. they gonna prolong this? And I think it begins right fucking here. You don't. I'm just... gonna be honest with you. I think the flashback in Final Fantasy is a third of is a third of the game to me in terms of plot. The implications of the flashback, right? It's the, because it's it... the villain origin story. It's the protagonist uh, fucked up origin story. Uh, it, te- it tells you a lot about Hojo. It tells you a lot about Soldier Mako Energy right, Genova. But, Lee, that's the brilliance of the original game, in my opinion. It's Let's have this one crucial scene that's simple when you first watch it, like pretty clean cut. Like yeah. Cloud stops Sephiroth, he doesn't remember anything after it happens, bang, bang, boom. The brilliance of it is that uh, a lot of the plot is simply just built on that one scene and revealing new things each time. So they don't have to go through a whole other cutscene showing new things happening. It's just, hey, remember this? Well, here's this five extra seconds. That changes yeah. the entire implication, whether it's Tifa's dad dying, whether it's the appearance of Zack all of a sudden, 
whether it's Cloud throwing Sephiroth into the live stream so we know how Sephiroth got to the Northern Crater, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want to do bounties for Tifa's dad as Cloud and Tifa with a cowboy hat on. Right. That's, that's really what I'm getting at here. Yeah, so... <laughs> I want to do what, awful side missions. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm like, I, like I'm all, my head's already fucking spinning with the amount of shit that they're going to that they're gonna prolong this flashback with you're not just gonna gonna be a scene where uh like a a major thing is like some of the cattle from a nearby farming village is being eaten by one of those anacondors or whatever (laughs) so like you you gotta like build the team up and then there's like an original character that's introduced here he's got like a chin strap beard and he's kind of he's kind of burly no but that's why i think your zap prediction is so brilliant because they can justify having a unique fun character that you're like uh that would change up the gameplay instead of just cloud and tifa again um right and so that'd be really interesting so i cloud and the idea with cloud in this one is he almost becomes your caster he sucks in the flashback, he's he's not a soldier. He's he's a, a he's loser. A, he's a grunt. He's a regular soldier. Yeah. So hell, so you might not even play as Cloud in uh, the flashback. Maybe you just play as Zack and Tifa. Like, here's my thing: if they, if they want to do something with Zack, and they've made an entire game where you play as Zack, go check out Crisis Core. It's it's pretty good, all things considered. Uh, the thing with Zack is, I don't want to see him implicated or arrive in the plot of this game moving forward. So if you want to do him as justice in this remake, I feel like playing a large section of the game as him here, uh, but then I feel like you have to include the Crisis Core ending and seeing how Zack bites it to, mm. for the emotional punch, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to play as a character for 20 hours, and then I, be like, I, and I, then Zack got killed by Sephiroth, and that's it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they need to show the Crisis Core ending. I think if, like, if if anything, Lee, the way that they showed the entire, like, semi-Crisis Core ending last game and how he survived and everything, they're fucking assuming that you've seen that ending. Let's not let's not be around King, the bush that's, here. That's very Kingdom Hearts of them. That's how Kingdom Hearts does things. Right. Like it's uh, so I, Grant Morrison writing a Batman comic, and he's like he refers casually to something that happened in nineteen thirty seven. Yeah. And so he's like motherfucker, I didn't read that. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I have so in that in that respect, I I don't think they're gonna give a shit about uh, showing how he actually dies because they're just gonna assume they've already seen it. So I think they're gonna prolong that opening section on the on the truck. When you sure. fight the dragon, and then you're like, "Oh, the truck blew a tire, uh, like walk to say, town," and then you have to uh, walk to town, do a whole dungeon where you get to bond with Zach and fucking Sephiroth, and they get to humanize, yeah. they get to uh, humanize Sephiroth a little bit. But then we got to think. It's actually too good of an idea now. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly right. So then, in respect to like uh, like the Han Solo movie, right? Basically, Han Solo movie was them looking at everything that Han Solo said about himself. Every through. throwaway line about yeah. him. Yeah. So that's what we have to think about for the, for the Nibelheim shit. Every throwaway bit. So, like, what do we right. what do we know about Nibelheim? Well, Tifa has... Uh, Tifa's panties. Tifa's panties. There's probably going to be a whole <laughs> thing about that. Tifa has side a, quest. <laughs> yeah. Tifa is a kung fu teacher. Maybe we'll have that's some right. fun uh, mini games with him. There's that scene where Cloud's laying on the bed and his mom's like, why aren't you chasing pussy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we can have maybe like a blind date where Cloud's mom sets Cloud up. Yeah, some, she like, walks some in. Some homely <laughs> village girl. Yeah, she walks in. What up, loser? Did you get laid yet? Yeah. Were you gay? And then Tifa's giving Cloud tips on dating or something. <laughs> but Cloud's got that awful like little ponytail thing going on back then too. No, right when he's a soldier? Well, I'm, t- I'm saying you go, you, you, you tell a flashback within a flashback. You have everything that happens in Nibelheim, you can also flashback or take inspiration from other flashbacks of Nibelheim oh, throughout the game. So you're saying they can throw in any, anything, eh? That's... I'm saying they can, they're going to do whatever they want. I'm saying that Vincent is a playable uh, party member yeah. in this sec- section and then isn't in the rest of the remake. You definitely know that there's going to be, like, uh, some guy that's like, hey, Cloud, uh, like, cats you gotta find them wind it <laughs> listen man i lost my cats if you, could, if you see any cats around you'd really be helping me out yeah uh what would it canonically uh are you a big enough final fantasy 7 nerd to answer me this question probably where is the character of vincent during the events of the nibelheim flashback oh he is locked up in the basement 
He's he's literally there. He's an immortal vampire that's there the whole okay, time. Hey, this uh, like the exact timeline of Vincent. I'm not like I'm a way bigger Final Fantasy VII nerd for everything except Vincent. I crush you. Like I don't really give a fuck about him to be honest. Listen, um, he was. He's got those those fucking metal shoes. He's got a gun. He's, he's got, got a, a gun. metal gauntlet. He could transform into a fucking werewolf, dude. He's basically Al- hell. He's Alucard from Helsing. Um, Okay, yeah. wait, let me let me think about this for a second. Vincent was put in the coffin in the basement yes. by okay. Hojo. Yes. Is Hojo... What's up with Hojo? What do you mean, what's up with Hojo? How old is he? <laughs> I don't know, like, pretty old, I guess. Hojo... Ho, well, I'm just going to throw something out there, and you just say yes. Okay. Hojo is Sephiroth's biological father. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Like so, Hojo is it believable that Hojo is like two hundred years old? No, he's he like not a regular that. No, man. No, 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 no. He's like a regular man. It's like maybe it's like elves in a uh, Lord of the Rings. The ancients would be like the elves, and they no, like live a long time. No, no, like, like, um, like it's, it's no, it's it's pretty simple. Aerith's mom was like a like lived like a regular age span. She was just the last of the Cetra. Uh, she, she got fucking murdered before uh, Aerith was murdered. So Aerith is now the last of the Cetra. And then all that happened was yeah. Hojo uh, fucked Vincent's girl and then injected her with Genova cells. That's it. And that's what made Sephiroth. Like, it was pretty normal. It, I mean, it's not normal, but like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Normal. Wait, so... Vincent yeah, let me, uh, was cucked. Yeah, let me Google this. Uh, where okay, was please do. Vincent during the Nibelheim incident? Because I think Vincent is relatively useless as a party member in the story plot of the original Final Fantasy VII, but I think you could better utilize him here earlier during the Sephiroth origin and either kill him off or just have him become obscured. And just he doesn't need to come back. I'll be honest with you; you don't need Yuffie either. But that's well, we're getting a whole we're getting a whole DLC with her now. Um, right, but does she need to be integrated as a main party member in the rest of the game? Does it really? I don't know. I like all these characters. Nothing, nothing against them personally, but it, like, how many? Let's get let's get down to it. What you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about another one of my predictions around this time of the game. Uh, when you when you. Wait, 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 Fort, Fort wait, sorry, one yeah, second, one second. Uh, Your modem's loading, or what's... So, Vincent goes to sleep in 1984. <laughs> that's, that's meaningless. What, what year is the game? Which is way before, uh, Zach even joined Soldier. Man, he went to, he went to sleep a year before, uh, Back to the Future came out in theaters. He went to sleep way before Zach even joined Soldier, so, Boom. Okay, good. So, well, so Vincent before, is like... in Nibelheim, and he's under the mansion, and it's feasible that when Sephiroth's down in the mansion causing all that ruckus, maybe Sephiroth is reaching for a really high book, and he slips, and he falls against the, a table and hits his head hard, and he's, like, knocked out for a little bit. And then uh, that rattles the, the coffin just enough that Vincent is awakened, and he starts, like, uh, attacking sheep and wildstock in the uh, in the uh, the highlands so cloud or zach and tifa one of their bounty missions is just like there's a werewolf <laughs> in the woods it's, it's bad news and they find it's vincent and then we learn vincent's uh quick backstory it why not no but 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 like right when you're about to get a glimpse of vincent he like skirties back to his coffin so that you can <laughs> still have the original meeting of vincent he's like hold on <laughs> he just, he's just like oh shit away. no you can only meet yeah. me in my coffin but wait, uh, in the original, don't you only get Vincent like your second time through Nibelheim? You can't get him your first time, I don't think. No, that, that no, no. Like, yeah, Vincent's not in the flashback. I'm saying in the flashback, this is when we will activate Vincent. Oh, in the in the game, it's when you go back, you uh, you unlock the safe and get the key. Or oh, whatever. we won't like. Yeah. we won't get to play with or as Vincent, but we'll see him in the flashback. Is no, what no, you're no. Saying. I, I think you could. I think you can implement him as a party member. Oh in, no, uh, no, in the no. flashback sequence. So it's like Zach and Vincent running around. Oh, you're that's that'd be that'd be a pretty big fucking change, dude. I, yeah, but like, so what? <laughs> fuck you so ghosts show up and they like bring vincent in or okay something? so that's the big question here reed is do ghosts show up no right right good thing right good thing you brought that up actually because i completely forgot about that the implication in my opinion the ghosts are the worst 
writing crutch of the remake. Absolutely. And as as funny as it would be to keep saying the ghosts show up in our <laughs> predictions, I think they're so lazy and they have such go away heat with me that I none of my predictions except for one will contain ghosts. Right. And I that's what I was about to say. The implication that I got from the first game and like this is gonna get really anime ish. Okay. Reed, what are we talking about here? Okay. <laughs> the Sephiroth that we that we were talking to and shit in part one Final Fantasy VII remake is the Sephiroth of the future, aka okay. Advent Children, who has gone yes. back in time and is aware of the timeline of events and what or what to happen. Okay, right. He's introduced to somehow to the ghosts. Okay. Okay. So that's why throughout the game he continuously tries to fuck with the timeline to see how much he can bend and warp things. The biggest reason I have to support this is when he stabbed Barrett. He didn't have any reason to kill Barrett, other than the reason I think that okay. it wasn't Wait. it wasn't Barrett's time to die, and so that the so, ghosts fucking <laughs> fucked with them. Let me okay, finish. Here's the thing, <laughs> Follow me here. The ghosts are at odds with Sephiroth. Sephiroth is fucking with the timeline. The ghosts appear when something is about to change, and they try to prevent that from happening, right? Right. Okay, so in that case, what is more very obvious and different when you're playing the game? The sudden swirling ghosts or the random split-second vision of Sephiroth? If Sephiroth's plan was, uh, I know Cloud's going to be in this hallway at 10.30 p.m., on Tuesday, June 14th, after the Mako reactor blows up, I'm going to stand at the end of that hallway, so when he comes around the corner, he's going to see me for a second, and then I'm going to do that trick from TikTok, where I throw a sheet up, and then I disappear, and he's all confused. <laughs> and then Cloud's just going to be like, oh, oh. and uh, what, what, is more, what is more distracting? What more makes you think something in the timeline has changed? That, or the swirling ghosts for 30 seconds before Cloud sees Sephiroth at the end of the hallway. The Sephiroth thing at the end of the hallway, it's better. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But, okay, let me finish. Um, but please. <laughs> and then that's what basically happens at the end of the Final Fantasy VII remake is now Sephiroth has uh, started to create enough events and spiral things enough out of control that he summoned, like, all of the ghosts and it created that really weird... Like out of time distortion bullshit, like you know what I'm talking about, like where you see Zach and then you go to the end of yeah. the world and all the, worst the part of the game, yeah, yeah, exactly, all the bullshit, and then you kill all the ghosts. Right, as as the party, yeah. you literally kill, you kill all the, the big ghosts. ghosts, and then all the ghosts are dead. Right. So this is what a lot of people online and myself have agreed about in a lot of ways is that basically this was the game saying we have killed the shackles of fan expectations. And the original timeline. Say that again. Yeah, at the same time. Now there is now, in my opinion, there should be no more ghost appearances because they're all dead. Here's, here's and the problem anything, with what you're, anything's you're saying on there. the fucking table. Anything's on the table. Would you put something so heavily in your game? Forty hours of your game, there are so much fucking ghosts yeah. in that game. Would you put something so heavily in your game and before you know what the fan reaction to your game is kill that element off not knowing if fans would like it or not and keep in mind who's making this game and how much they like to fart up a car with the windows up uh it's is it not feasible to think that they thought this was a genius like that the plan was ghosts from here on out no i that this would be a, a element in each of the remake James, just like I like I like I want to say yeah. I want to believe you. I want to say square. <laughs> I want to say square stupid, and they're gonna bring them back, and like they're gonna repeat a lot of the same mistakes. Uh, but I, I like the narrative is just telling me like another thing. Like it's just the story is just too in my face about it. Like they're all dead. All the ghosts are dead. You destroy fate. You destroy destiny. Anything's on the table. Like that's I think, uh... that's the only way to take that. What? How else could you have taken that big fucking? wet shit of an ending that big diarrhea fart <laughs> it was it, i mean it was just supposed to be a cool motorcycle segment right it was, <laughs> for the most part and then they were like okay. no you can't just fight a tank at the end <laughs> new prediction together yeah new prediction for the nibelheim flashback roach or roach shows up again oh fuck yeah and yes. <laughs> he's just like dude <laughs> he's no I, that's what i said though i said you have a new oc that you put into this that becomes a party member he could be it they could they could he will be the one 
new character they introduce in this remake. He that, takes along with Zack, and he's like a younger Roach. He's still a yeah. huge douchebag, and he's just like, and he's just like pedal to the metal. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "One day motorcycles are gonna be everywhere." And what if we see like a really <laughs> fucked up like origin story for him though? His, <laughs> his parents family are... dies in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> And like he's just like to hide to hide, like to toughen up, he just becomes this this maniac. Yeah, this big goofball who makes he, motorcycle. But in puns. reality, he's just like staring into a mirror, crying and shit. Yeah, and like, like we see him drinking and punching. <laughs> he's punching mirrors like venom snake. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no joke though. That guy was. Uh, yeah, fuck. What, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah, in the, that in the was, remake. Like that, that was fine. Yeah, that like, was fun. Like. That was ex- that's the kind of stuff though. Like if they lean into that kind of stuff, that's the stuff that you could make a twenty-hour Nibelheim segment. <laughs> yes, of, right. N- Lee, I would have rather had t- a twenty-hour fucking sh- like shirtless Johnny fucking trying to get him laid quest than all the ghosts. What a forced! What a forced character. That guy is the fucking Jar Jar Binks <laughs> yeah. of Final Fantasy VII remake. When you oh, just when you think you've left his ass in the slums, he like shows back up in Walmart, and you're like, this fucking guy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was gonna say, uh, I, I was gonna say for Condor, I don't know, will be implemented here. Uh, oh wait, wait. I don't know if the, the tower defense mini game will be implemented because that's the first thing you do after leaving Midgar is, is for no. condors right there. No, 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 no. No, what? sorry, Midgar. Yeah, yeah. When you leave Midgar in the in the original, for condors right there. No, it's, it's the not tower, tower defense. Mini no, game. it's not. Yeah. No, you yeah, have to get past. You have to get past the dude. I just played this game last year. All right, it's after the swamp. It's after the swamp with the giant okay, sure. snake and shit. So like, okay, no, after saying... you're done calm, the the next place you go to is the Chocobo Farm. And the yeah. swamp, and then the swamp, and then the you see the anacondor or whatever. I hope that's what it's called. No, called. the big, uh, the big snake, the big. Uh, yeah, the anacondor. Ranny Orn. Called. Who? What? Ranny Orn, the viper. Viper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, I think in this game, instead of uh, coming upon a impaled snake, big snake. Uh, I'm gonna look up the snake's name. I'm pretty sure it's anacondor. Uh, no, the mid. It's see... called the Midgard. Zapper Serpent. or something. It starts with a Z. Zephyr? I don't know. That sounds like a Final Fantasy word, but I don't know if it's the one we're looking for. Uh, I think if, if... So, are we saying that Sephiroth will continue to appear? Yeah, Like abs- he did in the first game? Yeah, okay, absolutely. So, like, in that case, instead of seeing... Coming upon a dead snake, the party will come upon a live snake, and we'll actually see a five-minute-long cutscene of Sephiroth killing the snake. Right, uh, completely dispelling any mystery... Or uh, you know, <laughs> suspense. Vibes. Yeah, oh, suspense. Well, yeah, whatsoever. Absolutely, it, they already did that in the first game. Like the best part about the best fucking part about Shinner HQ Lee is waking up. Was murdered. Yeah, is waking up in the <laughs> prison cells to a trail of fucking blood and everybody murdered. And you're like, yes. what the fuck? Who is this Sephiroth? Goddamn, he must be an absolute badass. Well, it's more like, who is this dead man who's murdering people? And then it. Uh, Rest in peace. It's a uh, <laughs> But when you see him in the in the remake, where they just repeatedly show this guy, I'm like, well, you keep telling me he's dead or he's gone, or or what what have you. But here he is, and he seems to be able to do tangible things. So what? Uh, it yeah, it's not the it's not a good way. It's not the better way to introduce Sephiroth. And anybody who played this instead of playing the original is uh is being cheated on a a slow reveal. Oh, one of the best slow reveals. I do, like, there's a part of me that gets it, like, who the fuck is playing FF7 Remake that didn't play OG FF7, or at least know about the characters. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But they gave I, that game away for free, man. But I already think that they're also going to, like, besides all the extra shit they're going to prolong in the Nibelheim flashback, and there's going to be a lot of things in there they're going to prolong. A lot of the Tifa stuff. Um, but they're going to prolong this Chocobo thing, Lee. They're going to make a whole... <laughs> They're going to make a whole thing out of this, probably. You actually rent a property there, and you can uh, upgrade it. You can uh, you can make a chocobo house. You can uh, start raising chocobos here, uh, so that when you get later in the game, you'll you'll be ready to get the uh, knights of the round. In this game, though, only four knights. The other uh, five knights were cut. <laughs> They're not playable. No, uh, they I actually just stand in the background while the four knights... I th- like, I think... Uh, I don't think... 
you're going to be able to breed yet because there's no point. You, you literally can't use your chocobo past. There's always a point to breed. <laughs> you literally can't use your chocobo past the cave anyway. But I think they are going to prolong this section like, oh, I'd love to help you with my chocobos, but... The Professor Oak? <laughs> <laughs> you need to kill, like, ten of these generic monsters first before you can rent chocobos. And then you have to go yeah. do a bunch of generic bullshit for a while. And then That's maybe like the 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 thing that they probably won't fuck up is the uh again, upscaling the monsters and uh reimagining some of the creatures and, and bosses from Final Fantasy Seven here. Oh, Whichever ones they the motorcycle random enemies. You remember those guys? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be neat. Uh, that shit's that shit's all there's right. gonna and they did pretty good in the first one, so no complaints. There's gonna be at least twenty different parts of this game where Cloud is complaining about having to do something and then Tifa and Aerith are trying to cheer him up or yeah. tell him to stop complaining. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna uh, be a lot of fun. Let's talk about the wolf in the room. Uh Red Thirteen. Is he playable? Absolutely. I um I think he's going to be like your replacement for Zack, essentially, uh, after the Nibelheim flashback, because you do need sure. fresh characters. You're going to be like, yay, Barrett and Red 13 again. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I th- I, yeah, what else is there to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. Stranger Things have, Better uh, question. have transpired in this game. Better question, Lee. Uh, mm. Are you getting yuffy in this part? Uh... Are you so are original, we are we getting all of the characters in this part? Because if it's going uh, right, Kate Sith is who, the only one who's left, and Sid, right? Sid and Vincent. But yeah, I just think that you could just make Sid. He took off successfully in his rocket, and he's just not in the game. <laughs> That's it. The writers are just like, no, Sid, who? Oh no, he took off. He got it, it worked, and everything's good. He doesn't yell at his wife. He's not domestically violent. <laughs> We get a we get a parody cutscene where we just see like a bunch of ghosts and whip them up into space. He's like, "Hey, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> and it's, well, oh shit! I just realized that means that his wife would be toasted, right? Oh, I'm just bang my knee on my desk. Um, oh, getting too excited. Uh, I was gonna say because he he aborts the launch because she is in the launch bay trying to fix the thing so he's able to take off and live like, his dream. To be fair, absolute dumb fucking move. Like. <laughs> At least for her or him, both of them. Like at least say you're gonna do something or whatever. Uh, yeah, but like no, let someone save your life and then resent them for the rest of your life about it. <laughs> That's his story. <laughs> no, there's I only, like Sid. There's I th- only I think one Sid's question we should be asking here, Lee. Are they going yeah. to keep in Abbott children? Sid had a redneck accent. Are they keeping that? Did d- did he? He did. Was he meant to be like a yokel. Like he, was like, to be like a, he a, had a dead ass big southern draw. He's like, hey, y'all, I got the Shira. What do you think? And he's like, oh, keep your bridges on. I'm bringing her does down. He speak, does he speak in uh, Advent Children? Is that what you just said? Yes. He, he has, like, two lines. He has, like, one, one, just two lines, and based on that, we're like, oh, yeah, he's, like, from the South. Yeah, no, yeah, they're like, let's give him a Southern accent. It's hilarious. I like, Give me the goddamn tea. <laughs> give me the uh, goddamn tea, Sheila. Is her name Sheila? His domestic abuse would be suddenly way worse. <laughs> Because it's longer. <laughs> the scenes are just drawn out and super uncomfortable. And then you just have, like... The worst part about those scenes is when you consider them happening in real life, that there is a room full of people just standing there awkwardly while he, like, rips into his wife. <laughs> and then, like, you, you, you're like, this guy, this... I need to call the fucking cops. And, yeah, and then you real, And then it's, like, it's supposed to be, like, explained away by... It's like, oh, no, he, she cost him his dream... When he aborted a launch to save her life. And so, you're like, oh. So he's so, justified. No, no, he is certifiably. Yeah, that's not. I don't think that justifies. It does it, not justify. Especially when, like, Aerith would. Aerith seems like a, like a feminist. She would be like, hey, dude, what the fuck? Uh, no, Aerith has nothing to say. Yeah. And that's Aerith is what like, I remember. Yeah, Aerith is like, no, let couples deal with their own problems. This is none of our fucking business. Yeah. We're sticking sticking out of it. Lee, I, we, I think we can safely People assume... People own weapons. I think we can safely assume at all moments that there's going to be some sort of do X thing for me before we can proceed with the story. Oh, well, listen. That, yeah, that's... That's how, that's the structure. The structure of this game will not change. But man, the thing that this game introduced was the battle system. That's really good. But the the side quest system and the menus and the, how you character build, I think, will be pretty much the same. Wait, dude. Thinking about it now, there's way too much Way too much for the first part to end with Aerith's death. It's going to end way before that. Think of, oh, yeah. 
Thi- We're not getting Darius's death in this one. Not at all. No, not not in this not in this podcast episode. I mean, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean in the actual next part of the game. Think about all the big set pieces. You have the chocobos and then the swamp. After that, then yep. you can go to Fort Condor or you can go to uh, Junin. Remember, uh, yes. and then Junin when there's a whole entire long, very memorable set piece in Junin with the president sneaking in after that you can get yuffie and you go to the costa del sol place that's right uh after costa del sol is when you go to rocket town and then nebelheim and then temple of the ancients and then the gold saucer then the temple of the ancients and then fucking eris death that's a lot of shit that's a lot it's a a big game like this game is gonna end when you get that first disc man is uh, that first disc of Final Fantasy VII, the original, is is the the beefy portion, man. It's long. And it's not just Hell long, yeah. it's good. It's, it's hard. It's really fucking good. <laughs> um, yeah, the Golden Saucer. Do we get to all the minigames in a Yakuza-like fashion? I, I, I guess you got You have to. Oh, man. Like, UFO catchers and stuff? That's why I think this game, like, the next part might end before Gold Saucer. Because you have to have the whole... It just ends at the gold saucer date. Dude, the whole Barrett section, too, at Coral, before that. Oh, when you're in prison or whatever, you fall to the... Yeah. Oh, man. There's so much in this game. Uh, Where he gets his arm shot Yeah, off. this... Like, dude, <laughs> the like the pace that they set with the first part ending just at Midgar, which is, like, maybe six, eight hours in the original. Sure. There's going to be, like, ten fucking parts all at, like, 40 hours apiece, and that's how... This game's gonna it be. Seems, re- uh, it seems impossible, doesn't it? Like, this game is gonna end before you get to Gold Saucer, the next part. You think so? Absolutely. I think. So, what, think, what is the. Think about how big Junin is, dude. Think about how big okay, it is. So, so, the game is bookended with Nibelheim, then. It's, it starts with the, the flashback segment, which is half of the game. And then <laughs> Cloud and Party make their way to the present day Nibelheim, where we can fight a Genova in the basement and call it a game. Oh, yeah, fuck. You, I think you just hit the nail on the head right there, dude. <laughs> there it is. Remake 2, baby. Yeah, yeah. it ends with you... Re- like, with you... It begins with Nibelheim, ends with Nibelheim. That is... I could I could hear Nomura patting himself on the back. It just sounds like a bunch of belts uh, rattling. <laughs> <laughs> when he does it. I was also going to say that we can't just leave Midgar behind because... Uh, is it Wedge? Is alive? Well, uh, you go and, back to Midgar some, later. No, no, no. I, like, I don't know that the cloud goes back to Midgar, but I think we will have... Some DLC? Maybe some... <laughs> either some DLC or some flashbacks of what's happening in Midgar, because Rufus is now president, and uh, he's going to be pursuing Sephiroth and then Cloud's party as well. So I think he's he's going to enact some kind of act where they knock on every door in the city, they take everybody's uh, leather belts, they take everybody's zippers uh, and pouches... <laughs> And uh, Rufus is going to build some kind of Metal Gear esque weapon. Uh, he's 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 not going to lose to Cloud again. He's gonna he's gonna fuck around. He's gonna make some kind of robot belted pouched zippered monstrosity. <laughs> and uh, this will come back into play later when the weapon attacks Midgar. Because now we'll actually have like a kaiju battle. We'll have a we'll have uh, Numora slash Rufus's zipper Tron. Uh, versus what? What weapon is that? Diamond weapon? Who attacks Midgar? Diamond, diamond weapon, weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Good what memory. Yeah. Yeah. That game's over two decades old, and I'm in no frame of mind to remember things. <laughs> Reed, do we want to predict what we think will happen in the kind of the heiress death thing? How far do we want to go? Do we actually cut this off now and wait uh, a little while to make more predictions? Oh, uh, that's up, up to you. You. I think we should talk. <laughs> like, I think. I think we should talk about Junin and what we expect with Junin and uh, see if that rounds us out at a nice, like, 45 minutes. I'm a uh, hot take. I find the Junin portion very boring. Oh, how fucking dare you? I love the Junin section. When you're, like, learning how to march as a sol- like, you, you dress up as a soldier, you're going to march around. Right, but it's so fucking, the entire part is so adorable. And, and that girl is drowning. Right, but the whole part is so <laughs> charming and adorable in uh, yeah, so, so many ways. Like For a town built on a gun. Yeah, it's a town built on a gun. You get to march. You get to attack a monster attacking a dolphin. You get to go up and visit a bunch of shops. There's a shit ton of NPCs to talk to. 
this game is gonna, the remake is gonna be like, fucking, this place is gonna be huge. If there's one thing the remake does well, is it really, uh, elaborates on a bunch of dumb bullshit that you really didn't need to know about, but that's neat anyway, like the Jesse think, stuff. Yeah, certainly. Do you think the Junin thing will be, uh, kind of like the wall market of the first game? Because it'll probably hit around the same time in the game, oh, right? Oh, just like a bunch the latter of, third of the game almost. Yeah, just a shit ton of like miscellaneous quests. Yeah, Cloud's got to, like, get the soldier gear or whatever, so he's got to, like, go do a bunch of squats in the gym and, like, find a lady's cats and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. You're playing, like, the whole section yeah. in the in the, in the the disguise. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, there's there's nearby uh, places to go fucking fuck up monsters and stuff. Yeah, of course. You go into that bar and talk to Rude and uh, Reno. Can Cloud get a cool cape during this segment? Like, he just gets an actual cape on, so we just, like, mix up his look a little bit. <laughs> I... Like, fuck it. You know, yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, we'll get we'll get we'll get an elaborate section here where you get to play as like the non-cloud members and see how they got onto the ship and everything. So they, <laughs> you know, they'll have to like fight just like a hallway of goons until you get to the ship and steal a bunch of sailor uniforms. Oh, right. They're totally they're totally going to show Red 13 getting into that sailor uniform. How <laughs> how are they going to explain that with 4K graphics, Lee? Dude, it'll make sense. It'll uh, it, someone will help him in. Barrett will also be in a sailor outfit. Oh, we, we can't forget. I, yeah, that's gonna be legendary. Uh, Don't you say shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> I res- every sailor's gonna be like, "Why the fuck do you have a gun for an arm, dude?" He's like, "Shut up." <laughs> he tells them no. Then he tells them the story, and that's when we get the flashback of how his arm got shot. <laughs> and then we don't have to do the segment where he goes back down there and, and kills that guy yeah. who also has a gun arm. And the names of those sailors he's telling him to Liam: Biggs yeah. Two and Wedge Two. <laughs> <laughs> Biggs Two. <laughs> um, the uh, I I hold on before I forget it. When you do that boss fight in Final Fantasy VII, not in the in the flashback, but afterwards when Barrett confronts what's his name? D Dion. Dine. Dine. Okay, yeah. sure. That's a name. Uh. <laughs> When you fight him, Barrett's like, I got, I got to do this myself, and you have to solo fight him. But the funniest thing about that is, like, if you have the forethought of having played the game before, it's like Barrett's, like, just all talk, because he's just like, the guy's like, come on, let's let's do this, Barrett, we got an unsettled score. And Barrett's just like, all right, Cloud, let me borrow your bracelet real quick. And then just, like, <laughs> lights the guy's house on fire and kills him in one shot. Uh, like, that's fucked up. Or you use, like, hand grenades and things from your, your inventory. He's that like, you, uh, a rat cloud, let me poison this guy. And then turn him into a frog. And then that bio three. <laughs> oh, you got that summon. That summons a giant fire demon. And then that fire fire demon throws a rock at him. Yeah. Shitting out his mouth and puking out his ass. That's, yeah, what, I, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, give me that. Give me that shit. Uh, anyway, yeah, that, that you fight a Genova on the ship in the, uh, yeah, in the original. Yeah, you do fight a Genova. <laughs> Isn't that the original? Isn't that the first time you fight one? Could you in the game? No. Uh, yes, in the original, that's the first time you yeah. fight a general part. Could you imagine if? Could you fucking imagine if this part ended on the boat to Costa del Sol? So the next like you get there and there's just like a bunch of those muscly men in speedos yeah. waving from so the yeah, beach, and where it's like, yeah. oh boy, here you we get go. To, you get to remake part three, and all it yeah. is is a bunch of muscly people and Hojo on the beach in his doctor suit. Yeah, that always stuck with me. By the way, Hojo on the beach, like f- like fully dressed for lab fully work. Labbed up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Put or him in a Hojo speedo. would just be mingling in public like that. Yes, like this man is like so important. Right, but that's the charm of the original Final Fantasy VII is that he's just like, hey, I'm on vacation. An anime villain. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of weird, but fuck it, who gives a shit? <laughs> like this is like, yeah, the, like the president was just killed by a ghost. Yeah, but, uh, why would you not, like, what reason would they have, like, especially in Remake Lee, let me ask you this, what reason would they have not to fucking kill Hojo? Because Hojo uh, basically said to Cloud in the first part, like, you're a fucking experiment, bro. No, Hojo's like a liability, because the longer he lives, the more he, po- li- like, poisons Cloud's mind, and also is able to continue any number of the experiments he's, like, he probably has experiments all over the fucking planet. Uh, like, if he had Red 13... Like, this is what he has in the ma- the major city under... This is, like, what's... Like, if you went looking... Like, if ever Shinra was, like, investigated for, like, tax fraud and, like, the fucking <laughs> Midgar police showed up and they were, like, raiding the place and they found that basement and they found, like, a fucking wolf 
being forced to have sex with a woman and like all this stuff <laughs> and like, like holy headless, shit a headless alien body yeah headless alien body this is what he has under a, like a, the first place you go looking never mind what he would have I guess you would have to like be able to wall run and fight robots to get down there but I think I think the cops would yeah, think of cops materia right yeah do really complicated two party puzzles yeah uh, yeah <laughs> but cops can't figure that shit out it, it, yeah so bold prediction you're not gonna see Hojo on the beach fully labbed up Oh yeah, shit. it'll ruin the will, game. Will it? Will it be like? Will he be in a speedo? Will no, he he's a, no, game? he's about to sit down, Lee, and then go show up and fucking whisk him away. <laughs> whisp, whisp him away. He's like, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. Does anything actually notable happen in that town in the original Coast game? I don't think so. It's just oh, kind of a waypoint, right? Yeah, Lee. What if they just fucking skip it? Like, no, it's not edgy enough anymore. No, that you get there and it's fucked up. Yeah, the, like Genova's the, fucking it up. The ghosts show up and whisk it away. <laughs> Whoa! Oh no, it's it's that thing from uh, it's it's that fine scene from Final Fantasy X where uh, Sid attacks the, or Sin attacks the boat. Oh, Killica. And then crashes into that fishing town and murders them. Yeah, Killica. Uh, yeah, Killica gets fucked. <laughs> that FF10 is a depressing fucking game. Let me tell you. Then you get to ten two yeah. and it's like, what do I do for you? Were you saying that that? Were you saying that that is not Yuna in that opening cutscene? It's not Yuna in that opening cutscene. That's like starting a, a Pokemon movie with a ditto of being a Pikachu. That doesn't exactly. Make that's that is an apt fucking, fucking comparison, my friend. Because that's all anybody knows about that game is the first thirty seconds of it, and then they turned it off. So why would you make that not Yuna? So people are like, well, tonally, this is fucked up. I I, I don't even know where to begin with that. Like, FF10 begins with an entire city being murdered. And then you show up to another town where previously all of its inhabitants were murdered. Then you go onto a boat to watch a new village get murdered. Um, and then FF10 open FF102 opens with a fucking pop concert. And then well, you, that's the uh, that's well, yeah, the pop concert after the entity that kept randomly right, murdering villages right, was put to sleep. We, as we all know, Lee, after uh, hundreds of years of genocide. Pop concerts are the next step. That's how the world begins to heal, man. That's, that's <laughs> the sign. What would be a bigger sign right now of the world being back to normal than uh, she would have to be some kind of political figure holding a pop concert? What if, like, AOC was just like, no, sold out Madison Square Garden and I'm going to cover some Blackpink songs. <laughs> and it'd be like, okay, the pandemic is over and the world can begin to heal again. Wow, yeah. And then it's revealed that it's not actually her. It was someone impersonating her. To try to steal orbs. It was Nicolas Cage trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to uh, let's let's jump ahead to our Eris scene, and you know the one oh. uh, predictions because I actually do have to wrap it up here uh, within the next ten minutes or so. So let's the 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 city of the ancients. How do you currently see that going? It's hard to say because we feel like there's going to be another whole game. Yeah, I before think, we even know what the setup for this next segment absolutely is. Absolutely, this is going to be in part three of the remake. This is not going to be in part two. There's too much content to go through. Yeah, it'll be called Final Fantasy Seven Redeath. Yeah, in or reunion or some bullshit. Oh, you're right. Yeah, reunion. Um, so the city of the ancients is going to be the big endgame dungeon of part three. Part three is going to end on Eris' death. I think that's in fucking disputable. Uh, I think it's largely going to be the same as the original because the original is quite lengthy, and a lot of the puzzles will be the same. There's just going to be a lot more enemies. There's going to be some new puzzles. Uh, but let's get down to the fucking meat and bones of it. I don't even know if there's going to be another episode of this. This is. Just, this is just kind of something dumb that we wanted to do. Um, it's compelling. <laughs> I can't as as you talk it out. You're like, no, that wait, no, actually, that would be a that would be cool. I can't. I wonder, yeah, I can't get over Sephiroth saying seven seconds, Cloud. What will you do? That's uh, clearly going to affect the death thing, and I think that means that Cloud is holy shitly. I going back to your. What you said earlier about Cloud dying. Yeah, now, Cloud okay? dies instead. At the end of the third part, seven, Cloud dies. S- yeah, seven seconds, Cloud. What will you do? And what else can he do besides push Aerith out of the way and get himself stabbed? Yeah. That's why you're, I said it. That's my prediction. I wrote it down. You're fu- yeah, you're fucking, you're fucking right, dude. Everybody's like, Tifa dies instead. I'm like, no. Emotionally, that's not, that's not the same thing. 
it has to be Cloud dying in place of Aerith, and then Aerith goes ahead, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it differently every other time I say it. Uh, it goes goes ahead to fight Sephiroth in the crater at the end. Yeah, uh, and then you can create a lot of drama there between Tifa and Aerith, where Tifa may may blame Aerith uh, because she'll sure. be like she'll heel be turn like, for Tifa. Yeah, she, no, no, not not a heel turn, not a heel turn. <laughs> Come on, don't we're not, this is not fucking wrestling, okay? <laughs> no, I just oh mean by God, it's just a steel chair. By God, um, <laughs> no, I mean that like Tifa is gonna be like Aerith if you didn't like fucking fuck off by yourself and like come here by yourself and get targeted by Sephiroth. Maybe we could have protected you, and maybe none of this would have happened. And, and they'll never know. Right? Yeah, they'll and, never know. Yeah, they'll yeah. never know because yeah, they'll, they'll never know. Yeah, you're right. And then like maybe in part four or five of Final Fantasy VII remake, there's gonna be a lot of parts of this game. Uh, they'll yeah, fi- long. yeah, they'll finally <laughs> fucking make up and everything. Yeah. Listen, th- anything that happens after that is like it gets weird in the original, anyways. When we have weapons wandering around and like the meteors coming, and we got to go, and the meteor starts coming, and it don't stop coming. Uh, we got to get the holy materia got to hit the ground running do you, like uh, do you like that do you think that's good i i think cloud dying makes a ton of sense in in the remake if they are going to change that scene in a pivotal way i think that is the only acceptable way to do it to kill a character with as much gravitas as in the original tifa's not it tifa's great and tifa's a great character in the game uh her dying in that scene is is relatively meaningless to the plot no, no, I, I, I kind of, I, I get where you're coming from because when you think about Final Fantasy VII as a whole, Tifa does not seem that important. But having played the game myself last year, I can say that she is like the third or fourth most important character behind Sephiroth, well, Cloud, and Aerith. In regards, in regards to what she unlocks in Cloud, yeah, exactly. And how she, yes, but if Cloud's dead, right, Ed, dude, and that also justifies them not having to to do nearly as much content after. Because how much of the game yes. in in the second? Because how much of the that's game? That's also what I was getting to. Yeah. Is like now there's no Mako poisoning for Cloud. Now there's there's just meat and potatoes. What's happening? The, the planet's trying to defend itself. The weapons are up. Uh, the fourth game in this becomes uh, Eris leading the party members, rallying them, and going to to fight the weapons and yeah. uh, and fight Shinra and go to fight Sephiroth in the crane. Yeah, dude, that that trims off like a good. 40 hours that you would have to dedicate to his memory retracing because that cutscene's very long even the original yeah the makeup poisoning his fucking his origins the actual yes. truth with zach well whole we'll much we don't need to we don't need to do all that stuff because we did it in the nibelheim flashback segment oh yeah we don't need to go back to what actually happened to cloud because in that flashback we see that things are not what they seem and we pay that off we we pay we front load that so to speak. We show the audience that oh something's whatever whatever the case. Uh, again, like you said, who's playing this that hasn't played Final Fantasy VII before? I think you can overly imply, or you can. It would take some some narrative hoops, uh, but you could you could tell that story earlier in the game so that if you kill off Cloud, he's already had his arc, and his arc ends with what like it. He he accomplishes the same goal in letting Eris live and fulfill being the last uh, Cetra on the planet, and then she defends the planet and, and saves it from Meteor. That's a great Final Fantasy VI uh, Terra-esque uh, story, yeah, I think. If, if, that you just have her carry the Holy Materia and shove it up Sephiroth's ass is yeah, if, pretty cool. If we see that, like, right when a cloud gets stabbed or whatever, like, we see him smile and, like, finally come to peace with... That's, uh, that could be that could also justify why we get a lot of extra cloud in the head fuckery in the first part uh, because we're not gonna get a lot of it later um, the yeah the other payoff here the other like money shot of this is that Sephiroth doesn't see it coming yeah and, or and, Sephiroth is shocked at first but then smiles after because you know he's a shithead and he's just like neat whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we we can get a nice scene where like Cloud like for the first time really smiles and is like, "Hey, I, that's it." Sounds yeah. it sounds <laughs> he gets his smile back. No, it sounds <laughs> no, it sounds yeah, he gets his smile back. It sounds cheesy, uh, but from like all the media that we've seen, he like even after like he saves the world, he still feels regret that he wasn't able to save Aerith. He still yeah. feels regret he wasn't able to save Zack. 
So now if he, he's done it both. Now, now, yeah. now that he d- was able to save Aerith and he's still ignorant about S- Zack in some ways, he could die happy. And that would be, yeah, it'd be a little neat thing. Yeah, like I said, that drama between Tifa and Aerith, I think, could be really interesting if you do it well. Um, I think he would really, I think he would really push Barrett to really come into his own into like a leader type role, which would be cool. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. That's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's wins all around. Yeah, for that. I, I, then, uh, yeah, I absolutely fucking love your idea. When is the Cosmo Canyon segment of the game? That's after Aerith's? No, that's before Aerith dies. It's a Cosmo little. Canyon's... No, there's a little bit before Aerith dies, where you just go there and he explains like the materia shit, and then you go back there later after Aerith dies to do like the Seto yeah. stuff. I think. Right. Oh no! I thought that was all in one. I thought oh, that all happened. Oh yeah, at maybe. Once. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's also a really long section. Jesus. Yeah. There's yeah. so he much you... stuff. Yeah. So there's no way this this goes past the re re visiting Nibelheim but I think there's not I don't think there's going to be a lot of world map stuff I think it's going to be like the set pieces of these villages right like you got the Juno yeah. segment you got the Cosmo Canyon you got the yeah there's yes, too much stuff it would be no world map that's that'd be fucking bold though people love that world map dude <laughs> there's yeah but there's like let's be honest uh, the world map is a means to an end it's a way to convey distance and a sense of scale to the player you can imply that with a cutscene you don't need to fucking traverse those roads you're Take me home. Oh, dude, they're the they're gonna do some uh, some cheeky and like traveling between towns makes it go into like a fucking shitty looking like three D model, and you get like like cheapy figures walking along a path or something. <laughs> dude, but we already had Final Fantasy fifteen where you can just show like the, like as a convoy, they're all just like in that van in that motorcycle, and they're just like rolling down the road in like, and then you have like you superimpose the map over top of that where they're just like stopping at uh, gas stations and high-fiving and, and like Red 13's trying to open a tab on a soda and all, <laughs> kinds, all kinds of good stuff uh, I think you can just imply that I, I wouldn't miss it if it wasn't there it's not important Th- this game's already going to be so long that stuff does not need to be there you could have there be random encounters when you're moving between places I guess but I don't know man uh, like in Final Fantasy 15 was was that Final Fantasy 15 was the realization of what if we did a full scale Final Fantasy world map in th- like 3D render that you can explore, and uh, yeah, yeah, we already did it and it was okay, but I don't think this game benefits from it. I think this game needs to focus on its story because there's so much of it. If you want to, if the intent is to hit on all of it, because let's be honest, stuff like Cosmo Canyon and stuff could be completely left out of the game outside of. The grandpa there telling you how yeah. the stream works. Dude, yeah, the only hope they have of ever finishing this game, like the entirety of it, I mean, all the parts, is if Cloud dies. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if they mostly do... No, if you think about it, and they mostly do the same storyline, and they're going to do the same pace that they established with Midgar, how yeah. many parts are there going to be? Ten? A set. Maybe that's the point. They're going to seven. Seven, seven, par- seven. seven parts. And seven parts. Take... Final Fantasy seven part seven. Dude, we'll be like fifty by the time this shit ends. Like if we're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> this game. With, the, with how long these games are in between, dude. I don't. I don't know. If we make it. I think this. Uh, we'll have to like tell the story to our our grandchildren. Yeah. Be like, I started playing Final Fantasy seven in nineteen ninety seven, and then they decided to make it look prettier and add a bunch of ghosts. And uh, let me tell you, I sat down. One Sunday morning, and we made some predictions. And they ended up being completely wrong. Uh, instead of instead of Cloud dying, Eris still dies, and then Tifa just becomes another Cloud. And now there's two Clouds and no Tifa. It seems it seemed like a waste at the time. Uh, <laughs> they changed everybody to Cloud because they just couldn't they couldn't get <laughs> enough of them. Every, everyone everyone just becomes Cloud. Red Thirteen is just Red Thirteen with a Cloud head. Uh, they just cut Kate Sith because they're like fuck it. No one no one likes him anyway. Well, Kate Sith's an interesting character because it, it serves a a, a plot crutch so that the uh the party knows what like shinra's up to right well n- uh, not even like that like they use that like once um yeah kate's just kate's <laughs> more to create drama with the supposed sp- spy in their ranks and everything that's about it um i i don't i wasn't being serious about them cutting kate Sith or anything yeah kate's just fun yeah so. he's fine that'd be a fun character to control in battle uh, it, when you look at uh, another hand-to-hand fighter in Tifa, you imagine just being that big Moogle with the cat on top, running around slugging dudes. That'd be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be I'm neat. down with that. I'm down with that. 
yeah, my other prediction was uh, at the Golden Saucer, you go on a date with Red 13. Uh, and then uh, there's a malfunction with the Ferris wheel and Red 13 actually dies. Uh, so we don't have to worry about Cosmo Canyon. And we don't have to worry about Red 13 being uh, a playable character from then forward. There's, a, there's panic at Square Enix. They're like, how the fuck are we going to finish this shit in time? And they're like, we need to like start We need to start cutting characters. You get, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you you gotta get reduce the roster. Yeah, you get the Nibbleheim. You're about to open the door to Vincent's room, and it caves in and crushes him. <laughs> Samoa Joe's gone. Yeah. Bo Dallas, gone. <laughs> Billy Kay, gone. You go to Yuffie in the forest, and you guys legit just kill her, and you're like, thank God we killed that thief. Now she doesn't have our materia. Yeah, Yuffie, uh, does Yuffie ever have, like, a character payoff? Yeah, the, the, Not really. the, the whole Wu-Tang section, Wu-Tang. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> to fuck with or whatever, yeah. The yeah. Wu-Tai, the whole Wu-Tai yeah. section, yeah. You go there, <laughs> Wuhan, yeah. she steals your materia, you gotta get it back, then you gotta climb the tower where she kills all the people solo, then you talk to her dad. That's another segment where she's just like, I'm gonna, I got guys, I gotta go alone. I gotta show these guys. There's no what way. I made of. Cloud, yeah. can I borrow your bracelet? Real There's quick? no way that's that that shit's making the cut of this of this game. Because you no. also do that with Aerith, I think. <laughs> she be, she barely have been in the original. Jesus, you could argue. There's a lot of things you do before Aerith dies. I dare I say most things you do in this game or before Aerith dies, as far yes. as like set pieces go. Like, the actual disc 2, a lot of it is just retracing a lot of different areas and story. And part 3 is obviously all the endgame content, Chocobo breeding, and the bosses. But disc 1 is just so much content. Yeah, man. They had to front load it with a lot of story to pay off what a silly ending. Uh, less less silly than your Final Fantasy 8s and 9. The FF7 ending? It's pretty... Fucking rich. It's, it's it's out there, but it's like it's, not it's really. conceptually like the the Earth has the, the planet's got kaiju, and uh, they sense a threat, so they're gonna. That's just to justify these. end bosses. The actual ending FF seven is just a uh, bad guy summoning a meteor to basically destroy Earth. You have to stop him, and then you do. Nice. Yeah, that's it. That's the FF seven. Yeah, it's not FF eight with fucking this infinite time loop that I. Uh, that I love. Then you can have the scene where Eris has like a big, big monologue to Sephiroth in the crater, and then she makes him cry. <laughs> She's like, you know, they say all men are created equal. <laughs> you look, <laughs> look at me and look at Sephiroth. You can see a, that statement is not true. Just cuts a promo on him and he cries, yeah. and then he he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, it's too late. I can't stop the meteor. And then Aerith's like, no, we, it's cool, we got the holy materia, and she's, like, using it, and she's like, oh, it's not powerful enough, and Sephiroth's like, use my Genova cells, and then he atomizes himself, and, uh, uh, yeah. and it becomes, like, a spirit bomb. Yeah, a face turn yeah. for Sephiroth, the final boss is actually Genova, she, like, uh, <laughs> she, like, Sephiroth is like, take my Genova cells, and then, like, halfway through, uh, Genova's like, you pathetic human, or something, and... Why? <laughs> Whoa, dude. It's like Transformers. The, the meteor is like like uh, a tr- like is Genova. Right. Like the meteor like transforms. Right. Like so, it takes yeah. over Sephiroth's body and becomes actual Genova. And she's like pathetic humans. Blah. And then <laughs> you have to take her down. Very yeah, persona esque. Very persona esque ending where like yeah. you have a very personal good villain, and then at the end you decide to throw it all away for a god. Yeah, to fight to fight God. Yeah, that's most JRPGs though. Yeah, that's this one now. <laughs> we've we've changed it. <laughs> yeah, yes. So yeah, they're gonna go like yeah. You fight actual fucking Genova at the end with Aerith instead of uh, Cloud, and then so so Genova can be like, oh, Decetra, I hate you. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. Lee, that's it. Wrap it up. This, go home. This makes too much sense. Go to finish. Yeah. 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 That's it, and then and then you've set up a a Final Fantasy VII universe uh, where Aerith is like the savior of mankind. FS seven two, it opens with Aerith having a pop concert with Tifa. <laughs> yeah, no, better, better. They're like they're like an indie acoustic like duo. Yeah. So Tifa is on drums and Aerith is on guitar and sings, and yeah, like they only play dive bars. The song, uh, the song that they sing is like it comes up in like kanji. You can't read it, and then it just says in 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 parentheses it says "lost in the clouds," <laughs> and uh, it's like you know what she's really singing about. Yeah, 
about that guy who got stabbed for her in that case. I would play the fuck out of that game, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, the game is, is happier at the end if Cloud's dead. <laughs> We our predictions are bold. Uh, Cloud dies, then uh, Sephiroth turns space, not before Jenova takes him over, and then you fight Jenova yes. as Aerith. Ow, I dropped my lighter. Um, that's okay. Yeah, that's I the name of the game. I think that's perfect. I think I think we did it. I think we did the series. Like that makes sense. I think we I think we approached this coming at it from a joking point of view, but ultimately we had to uh inject a little reality into it and like wh- how if you're gonna fuck this up how do you fuck it up and as you heard we left the fucking ghosts out man like yeah those ghosts can't can't like we were joking that they carry hojo away from the beach and they carry the rocket <laughs> like that. that's the those were the joke ones that's why that's why it's a joke because yeah. the ghosts did it yeah that's the, the most ridiculous things we came up with was just like oh yeah they're on the golden uh, the golden saucer fucking Ferris wheel. The ghosts show up and unscrew the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And uh, Cloud's got hands, so he's able to hold on. But Red 13. Yeah, like we've said so many times. Like we, like we said so many times, yeah. you don't need ghosts to justify your changes. Just fucking change it, dude. Who gives a shit? That's, we've said it, Reed. We've said it a thousand times. You don't need ghosts <laughs> to justify your changes. Everybody, have a happy uh, April, April 20th. We'll be back this week, Thursday, with Public Beta Podcast. I think we're going to have another fired-up conversation about uh, Minigar Solid V as we dig into the characters and story, and I vehemently uh, defend the decisions made in that game uh, by its creators. So, uh, Reed, thank you for joining me. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. It's fun to talk about Final Fantasy VII, a game that I apparently remember pretty vividly, uh, even though I haven't played it in, in quite a while. So it's 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 a good one. Uh, it's not my favorite Final Fantasy, no, but it's memorable as fuck, and, uh, you know, let's just throw it out here at the end. If anyone's made it through an hour of this podcast, Final Fantasy VII might be the Citizen Kane of video games. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Any last thoughts on uh, on our discussion today, Reed? Uh, nope, just uh, dilly-dally-shilly-shally. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. Yeah. At Iceberg Podcast is us on Twitter. Leadership.com is our email address. Send us questions, topics, things you want to hear us talk about. This was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again, and everybody have a great week. Yeah.